It's Friday, July 8th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Deeply divided top diplomats from the world's richest and largest developing nations struggle to find common ground Friday over Russia's war in Ukraine and how to deal with its global impacts. At talks that were knocked off balance by two unrelated and unexpected political developments far from the Indonesian resort of Bali, where they were meeting, the group of 20 foreign ministers heard an emotional plea for unity and an end to the war from their Indonesian host. Yet consensus appeared to remain elusive amid deepening east-west splits driven by China and Russia on one side and the United States and Europe on the other. All the main players were there, marking the first time since Russia's invasion of Ukraine that U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov have been in the same room at the same time. Lavrov walked out of the proceedings at least twice, once when his German counterpart Annalena Baerbock spoke at the opening session and again just before Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitro Kuleba was to speak by video at the second session, according to a Western diplomat present. Meanwhile, in Tokyo, Shinzo Abe, Japan's longest-serving prime minister, died after being shot twice on Friday while giving an election campaign speech, sending shockwaves through the political establishment and a country unaccustomed to gun violence. Mr. Abe, who was 67 years old, was prime minister until late 2020 and was one of Japan's best-known but polarizing politicians. He was shot in the chest and near the neck by a man who approached him from behind as he spoke at around 11.30 a.m. in the city of Nara, according to witnesses, and video footage. Mr. Abe died around 5.03 p.m., doctors at the hospital where he was taken said. Mr. Abe was shot while campaigning for the ruling party's candidates in a national election of the upper house of parliament. Attacks on politicians, especially with firearms, are rare in Japan due to strict gun control laws. After the shooting, current Prime Minister Kishida called the incident a despicable and barbarous act. Back in the U.S., President Biden is expected to take executive action Friday to protect access to abortion, according to people familiar with the matter, as he faces mounting pressure from fellow Democrats to be more forceful on the subject after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade two weeks ago. The actions he is expected to take are intended to mitigate some potential penalties women seeking abortion may face, but are limited in their ability to safeguard access to abortion nationwide. Biden is expected to formalize instructions to the Departments of Justice and HHS to push back on efforts to limit the ability of women to access federally approved abortion medication or to travel across state lines to access clinical abortion services. In other news, rampant food inflation is roiling the world's least developed nations, but it is also hitting poor people in rich countries. Food bank usage is on the rise in the U.S. while grocery stores report customers there are trading down, buying more store-brand food, and avoiding more expensive meat and fish. In Great Britain, the pain has been especially stark. The U.K.'s overall inflation rate hit 9.1% in May, compared with the same month a year ago, the fastest rise in prices for a member of the Group of Seven. Food prices rose 8.5% in May. A steep fall in the value of the British pound following the country's vote to exit from the European Union had already made some imported food more expensive in the past few years. A handful of national supermarket chains compete against each other fiercely. 
and China has demanded the U.S. cease military collusion with Taiwan during a virtual meeting between the Joint Chiefs of Staff from the two countries, whose relationship has grown increasingly contentious. General Li Zhuacheng told General Mark Milley on Thursday that China had no room for compromise on issues affecting its core interests, which include self-governing Taiwan, which Beijing claims as its own territory to be annexed by force if necessary. The U.S. and its allies have responded with what they term freedom of navigation patrols in the South China Sea, prompting angry responses from Beijing. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.